Welcome to Womb Talk. I'm your host, Elizabeth Vanderwald, the owner and founder of Food for Womb Doula Services. With Womb Talk, we like to go over some different topics that are acceptable for all audiences. We are not a medical professional business, so anything said is based off of research and the training we were taught. And by we, I mean me. (laughs) Anyone that has a fascination for anything fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum related, it's a wide range of subjects that are at your fingertips. Don't forget to check us out on some other social media platforms as we are on Facebook and Instagram. Let's start talking, shall we? International Home Birth Day was on June 6th. And it's a day to bring awareness to home births. Some people might see it as a very old-fashioned thing, but it's coming back into fashion. Everyone has different views on home birth, and we accept that and acknowledge it. With COVID-19, there were posts going around that home birth was increasing as more people were worried about the outbreak and delivering in the hospital. I have never been to a home birth. As a doula, we are not biased and opinionated. I support all choices of birth. As everyone knows, I don't have children. Yet. (laughs) But as I continue to look at the different options for birth, I'm very attracted to the idea of a home birth for myself. Personally, it fascinates me. Um, I just personally, when it comes to my time having children, which hopefully is not too far away, I think that is the route I'm going to take. But again, we're not biased. And so I want it to be Support, I, I am supportive of all decisions. So for myself, just because that's something that I think I want to do doesn't mean I don't support your choice of a hospital birth, if that's what you'd like. I hear a lot of people. They're first, normally they want to have it in a hospital. They're like, oh, I want a ho- home birth, but I think I'm going to wait till the se- till my second because they want to see how the first birth goes, especially in a hospital environment. Everyone has different opinions on whether you need to have a hospital birth first or start off doing a home birth. Again, the option that I see floating around a lot more is the first birth seems to always be at the hospital. And that's okay. Whatever you choose, whatever you decide, that is okay. So I read an article from the Ontario Midwives on home birth safety. They had two incredible charts that I thought was perfect for those interested into some stats. Because who doesn't love stats and information? I also like to apologize if there's any background noise. Because I have my window open and I'm burning up. It's June. (laughs) If this is your first birth, a planned home birth, like say you have your first birth and it's a planned home birth. So like for me, say instance, if I have a child and I plan it to be a home birth for the thing, I have an 80% chance of spontaneous vaginal birth, 7% assisted vaginal birth, and 13% emergency C-section. Those are interesting stats. So if this is your first birth and it's a planned hospital birth, you have a 73% chance of spontaneous vaginal birth. You have 11% assisted vaginal birth and 16% for C-section. So those stats are very different than the ones if you have a planned home birth. Now, of course, 80% is actually really pretty good. Of course, you have to have to be in that 7% or that 13%, but 80% is a pretty good chance if you're having a planned home birth. So if you have given birth before, meaning this is your second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, however many you have, um, you have a, if you are planning a home birth, it is a 97% 97 spontaneous vaginal birth, 1% assisted vaginal birth, and 2% for a C-section. That is really amazing for like a second 
or a third, you know what I mean? And while if you have a planned hospital birth, you have a 94% spontaneous vaginal birth, 2% assisted vaginal birth, and a 4% chance for a C-section. So of course, um, I did not read about these stats being involving for what happens if you had an emergency C-section with your first and were VBACs included in this study? Um, what about if you had an assisted vaginal birth the first time? Like, I feel like the stats were based off if you had a good percent, like you were part of the spontaneous vaginal birth in the first round, like at your first birth, then the second one applies to that kind of thing. But it didn't mention if it did apply with VBACs or if it applied with, you know, all that kind of settings. So that's something I would like personally more in my st- information. And maybe it was there and I didn't see it. I do have the link and I'm going to include it in the like bio notes. So please go ahead, click that and read it for yourself because you have to feel safe at your birth. You have to feel comfortable. You have to want it the way you want it. You know what I mean? Everything is about how you want to go about things. So when it comes to planning a home birth, what is your reasoning for a home birth? So why do you want a home birth? So for me, um, and again, I don't have experience to talk about, and um, I am in a committed relationship, and there is talk of future family planning and the not so near and not so far future at the same time. (laughs) But he knows my stance a little bit on what I want for future births. And the best thing about him is he, I'm going off on a tangent here, but he is very like open. And that's what he said too, is when it comes to the birth stuff, you are trained in it. You know what you want. You do it the way you want it. So for me, I say awesome to that, (laughs) but you know what I mean? So for me, I would like a home birth because I feel like there's a whole different atmosphere. Plus, I think it's because I'm not a huge fan of hospitals as one of my other bigger reasons. But when it comes for yourself, what would be your reasoning for wanting home birth? You know what I mean? What's your reasoning for a hospital birth even? Uh, Do you know that there's other options? Of course, most people know about different options. But hey, you're new to the game. You haven't done much research. It's up to you. So one of the other things I always try to ask people, have you found a group of midwives you like? Um, Whether this is your first child or your last child, there are many, many options to consider. Home or hospital, drugs or no drugs. <laughs> I can't speak today. I'm so sorry. Drugs or no drugs. So the options really are endless. And too many choices can be overwhelming at times. So um, it's totally up to you how you decide. Again, with the midwives, try to find people you like, you click with that have the same belief stance as you. It's the same with a doula. When you're trying to find someone, you need to find someone that you think alike a little bit. That's why uh, when it comes to posting on social media, I try to be active in telling you about myself. And I maybe was a bit shady with it in the past, but I'm really this year trying, especially since we're home, trying to work on it more that I can make myself better at it for you guys. So you get to know me more. So I'm going to be quoting something the Association of Ontario Midwives posted. And again, that's part of the link and you can find it. Regardless of what the research says, the most important thing is that you feel safe in your chosen birth environment. Your midwife will support your decision to birth where you feel the most comfortable. So here in Ontario, the midwives are allowed in the hospitals and um, and at home. So that's an awesome choice. So if you even want a midwife and you want to be at the hospital, then that's an option too. See what I said about options being endless? So I'm going to end it off here, folks. So thanks for listening. And like I always say, come back next month for a new episode. Have a great day. Bye, guys.